It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Loady, 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 loady. Welcome to the Luke and Pete Show. It is a Monday, the 8th of February. We are chomping up 2021, aren't we, Luke Moe? Luke Moe's with me. How are you doing? Pretty good. I've tweaked some muscle in me back. Oh. But other than that, listen, Pete, age doesn't come by itself, as they say. Mm. Uh, I've tweaked a muscle in me back, but other than that, I'm okay. I was astonished the other day to read that we are, I think I'm right in saying, 10% through 2021 already. <laughs> I'll take that. I will take that. I cannot wait to be um, sort of vaccine passport in hand, heading to departures at Gatwick. What? Where are you going? Uh, Where are you headed? I'm, go- I'm going to um, hijack a plane and smash it into um, the sea. The sea? Yeah. Smash yeah. It the sea. Why not? That'd be something that's definitely <laughs> worth getting a vaccine for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll yeah, say yeah. this for him. I'll, it'll be me being rolled out doing the um, doing the news br- the news bit afterwards. Mm. I'll say this for Peter. You know, it, what he's done is just unspeakable, but he was vaccinated. He, he was, was vaccinated. He did. He would not have. You, you he can... would not be giving any of the flora and fauna at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean no. uh, COVID. Uh, you say what you like about Pete Donaldson, but he didn't infect a single person on his way to the sea. Train, tra- eat clean, train dirty, smash <laughs> a plane into the sea. That's, yeah. that's my, that's how, my how are you anyway peter as the snow flurries uh can you see the snow flurries behind my window you probably can't uh, but no. it's coming down a little bit still yeah it's, it's kind of like little sort of itty bits it's, it's not gonna lay as well as it was before it's a bit more sleety than, than usual i was on the old uh oh i was watching match of the day on the old uh, cross trainer at seven o'clock this morning um and then wow. and then once i finished at home, at home uh doing me prep for the ramble uh, this morning uh and then i had to go back to bed after the ramble because i was so exhausted <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that always happens. Perfect. I, I always, I always a very. Um, I, I would like, if possible, just to make it easier for me to organise my day. I would like to be able to get up and start functioning at like mm. six every day. Mm. But it's just, it's just not possible. My body clock just doesn't let me really get going until about seven thirty. So mm. it's a good effort that. So, but you tied yourself out to such an extent that you were, you were hitting the hay again in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Well, we get, that, that's what they say about us uh, modern athletes. You, sleep is very, very important. And um, we've got a producer uh, that we work with uh, called uh, Tom, and he is a big cyclist. Uh, he works on lots of kind of stuff, and he is a keen cyclist. And he said that he was going to go on—I don't know what what cyclists have, but it's like a sort of trainer bike for for your legs yeah. and your soul and your brain. Um, I think it's just it, a bike put on a little stand. Yeah, a little stand for your bike, isn't it? Um, and yeah. he 
My God, he he said he was going to go on there for um, an hour and a half and he wanted to do recommendations of films that yeah. he wanted to see. Now, that made me think, look, I can do 20 minutes on a cross trainer that I've assembled myself in the garage <laughs> at seven o'clock yeah. in the morning. Turns out I can't, we'll be doing it again. May as well just push it into the road and, and let someone take it. <laughs> why is why is everything that you own in the garage? Um, it's, it's A lot of it smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> a general funk to it that that, that can't be uh, can't be in the home really. Yeah, it's worse than the dogs. You know when um, you know when um, Alan Partridge says to Sonia mm. that he wants her to move in, but it turns out that he means he wants her to move into the caravan next to his house. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that what your partner's done to you? <laughs> I want you to move in to the garage. Pretty much with all the wrestling figures. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, we we we've put a bid in our hat on a house, Luke. May, may very congratulations. well. Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that's the easy part. Well, hang on, it? what'd you bid? A tenner. <laughs> congratulations, what'd be in order if you only Mor- bid like a hundred mortgage, quid? Mortgage uh, broker said uh, in no uncertain terms that he would not accept um, proof of funds from a Bitcoin account. Um, very, very old school from what a, very... What a, what a granddad. I know, right? Unacceptable. Yeah, well, you got Elon, 2021. Elon Musk just dropped a billion and a half uh, quid into, into Bitcoin. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> what, Elon Musk isn't your... Um, Mortgage no, advice, no, he? he's not. No, no, his, his advice is just can, buy another car. He could, yeah, he could give Elon Musk could give you a mortgage like that without <laughs> even thinking about it. He wouldn't even have to think about it. That wouldn't even be the most. That wouldn't even be the biggest decision of that morning. I reckon that I, I've said this before. I don't understand why young men and women have this obsession with tech entrepreneurs uh, like they Bezos love them, don't they? They absolutely what is it? love them. Are they not the rock stars? Well, I think they're just kind of like they're the thinking man's influencer in many ways. Like they can get, they've got such a, an astonishing amount of uh, money to draw from. But my point is that it's all it, none of it's fluid. Everything's just stocks and shares and homes and and stuff. He couldn't. Get, I don't think if I said Elon, Elon, listen. Show me twenty quid now. I don't have twenty quid. I don't have twenty quid. I'm f- I'm 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 full of Bitcoin. I, I know what you mean, but I, so what you're saying is, so for example, when people say that Jeff Bezos is worth a hundred billion, mm. but if it, the, the the process of which he embarked upon to actually get his hands on mm. that money would he wouldn't be able to get anywhere near that because the penalties and the fact that it's all drugged, like, locked up in stock. And yeah, and like everybody that, right? got so it's, Bezos, it's Bezos, needs, Bezos needs some cash to make rent. Let's put our shares. Down. Is Bezos worse off than you and I? Then do you reckon? I think yeah. I think In fundamentally yeah. Yeah, I could go to a old laptop case uh, underneath the sofa behind me <laughs> and grab upwards of um, 40, uh, 40 pounds in yen, loose yen. <laughs> well, you'd have to move quick though, because as soon as you pulled it out from under the sofa, your partner would put it in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> and it should be well within the rights to do so, quite frankly. Yeah. So, so <laughs> it's, it, is, it is an interesting topic because you do hear of those like confidence tricksters mm. who, as soon as they start moving in those circles, no, it, it becomes pretty clear straight away that no one kind of questions it. So, for example, like I, I know it's probably not as extreme as this, but if you and I were to wear like a nice suit, well, two suits. We can both fit in the same suit. That would be nice, but two suits. <laughs> tall and go to Monte Carlo, right? Yeah. And run up, say, a £200,000 bill in a cocktail bar. Mm. And when they asked us for the money, just really confidently just go, yeah, all right, cheers. <laughs> and just walk out. I'll pay you next week. No one would, or you wonder whether anyone would check it because once you're in that circle of, of, mm. of, circle of moneyed wealth, yeah. are people questioning you because they, they don't want to insult you you know what i mean it's almost a bit like when you walk for a hotel lobby 
even if you don't stay at the hotel, no one's going to stop. No, you. exactly. And, and and you're more kind of uh, out there than me. You'd be the per- you you would happily kind of. Uh, uh, employ subterfuge and and and, and de- deception uh, to just hang out in a hotel lobby, uh, whereas I would yeah. be terribly self-conscious, and I'd, I'd I feel like I'd, I'd set someone. And as soon as anybody said, oh, "Would you like the lift, sir?" I'd, I'd say, no, "I shouldn't be here. I'm sorry," and just run out screaming and wet myself. It, it, it just, <laughs> I would not make a very. Sorry, I'll leave now. I'll just leave now. <laughs> <laughs> I read so much John Le Carre. Uh, you know about spies and and and, and people who run spies in in, in the former um, Soviet Union and beyond. And and I all the way through, I just sort of think I wouldn't even get past the first hurdle. They go, "What's your name?" I go, "It's not what I'm going to tell you. It is bye." <laughs> and have a big cry. <laughs> Terrible spy. I think in another world, I could. I think in another world, I could. Because I'm quite. I'm quite. I'm going to choose my words carefully here. I am quite a deceitful coward. <laughs> I think in another world, I could, I could be, um, I could be probably quite a good trick, confidence trickster. Mm. If I lived in like, if I lived in like Victorian times, mm. I reckon I could be quite a good confidence trickster and make off with your building society book, no problem. If you, if you were gonna, if you're gonna take one object to aid you in medieval times, uh, in your quest to be a real shit, what would it be? A yo-yo. <laughs> Why yo-yo? So it would look really magic. That's <laughs> no, just the first thing I thought of. Um, I don't know. What, I mean, the problem is, see, you can, you're automatically ruling out any kind of electronic item because you won't be able to plug it in. So that's the right, thing. Okay, We've talked yeah. about this before, see. Like, like the thing is, we all, we, even if we talk about how much we love technology and, and we can purport to know about it, and you know much more about it than me, like if you had to go back to medieval times and explain like a mobile phone and they would say okay well how does it work you'd have to say well i don't actually know how it works i just turn it on and it works yeah so i think it'd have to be something that wasn't too advanced but at the same time mm. would be impressive to them so it's a really difficult yeah. question to answer maybe some kind of rudimentary glider I mean, you wouldn't even need a like an iPhone 11, would you, or a 12? You could just, you'd probably make do with a with a with a Samsung or a Huawei or something, <laughs> like from 10 years ago. I think they'd be smakers would blow their mind, absolutely blow their mind to bits. <laughs> yeah, you'd want to, you'd want something that had a really really long battery. And if you're in that situation where, because you don't need to show a certain amount of people, you'd have to show like a king or a queen, and then you'd become their kind of like, uh, you know, the person who wants to hang out with them. And you'd probably make a lot of money like that. But yeah, I just bring like a really decent uh, gun, <laughs> just go and just go town to town shooting people. Yeah, they'd be astonished. They really would. That's a good shout, actually. Just a big, a nice, good gun. Not, not the shooting the people, but yeah, <laughs> gun is a brilliant shout because it is something that is immediately going to demand respect. Mm. Um, but if you run out of ammunition, though, you are going to be probably burned as a witch. <laughs> I think they'd probably be wondering whether ammunition even existed. They'd be like going, well. He's pressed a button. He's done something with his weird um, metal, metallic little kind of lump in his hand. Fires come out of it, and a man's died. Does he? As long as you don't show them that you've got ammunition and it needs ammunition, I think yeah. you get away scot free. Personally, I would probably, I would probably assemble the biggest group of people possible, only use the gun once, 
and mm. say, if you don't do, if you don't kind of respect me, I'm going to use it again, but then probably never use it again. Almost like a sword of Damocles just hanging over people. Mm. Yeah, and then you've got like r- straight away, you've got room to maneuver. <laughs> That's the best thing you could take back. There's nothing else I can think of that yeah. you could take back that would be anywhere near as good apart from possibly a car and a full tank of petrol pornography uh yeah i mean i, I completely <laughs> agree I, I i think i think we'd have a good few weeks of fun and we'd be uh we'd be worshipped like a god uh, and a legend um but then i guess things start to go wrong <laughs> but after that i'll just drive off Exactly. Yeah, just go to the next town and do the same <laughs> old nonsense. Fantastic. Yeah, a car. I would definitely choose a car because um, <laughs> then if things went wrong, it's a getaway, isn't it? You can't do anything about a gun. You can't run off with a gun. Like, no, no, you really can't. So it's, it's a good idea. So anyway, um, pre- presuming you're not moving to the 11th century, um, mm. but you are going to. You're thinking about moving house. How have you found the house purchasing process so far? Um, I've never attempted to, um, become a, a, a disgusting land baron, uh, as, yeah. I've, as I've called you on more than one occasion. Yeah. Um, and I'm doing it on the eve and I'm doing it on the eve of my uh, 40th birthday. So hopefully, uh, I'll know yeah or nay whether I am a man of, of means, uh, yeah. at 40 or not. <laughs> I didn't think I, it would happen, but it you might know, happen. You know- you know my theory that I've shared with our listenership about how you either think of things not at all or too much. Mm. Does it ever occur to you that in successive months now you've bought, yeah. you've moved out of London, bought yeah. a scooter, bought yeah. a car, and now yeah. buying a house? Why are you truncating everything into like three yeah, why months? Do, why do you have to spend all of like your twenties and your and your thirties doing all this nonsense where you could just squeeze it into like five? five uh months stressful months <laughs> <laughs> it is it, it is stressful and the thing that i don't get is like that um it, it is the most stressful thing you can possibly do and the most expensive thing you can possibly do and you work with the the, the biggest liabilities you're always working with someone who doesn't know how to attach things to an email it just seems yeah. like you know it's just it seems bigger it seems it, they should have lawyers on this Rather, people who know how to dot the eyes. Not well, you should be using a lawyer. I mean, first and foremost, <laughs> to buy a house. I mean, yeah. having said that, even the lawyers. I mean, I, when I bought my house, the lawyer left the company without telling me <laughs> in the middle <laughs> okay. of it. I yeah, like so it. I like, like that. I wouldn't necessarily attach people being lawyers to the fact that they know mm. what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, well, lawyer- I mean, luckily, luckily, I'm by. We're, we're trying to buy a house off someone who actually works for the estate agent. And if you think that's emotionally fraught, like try buying something from an estate agent. Oh, they're on it yeah. then. If if, yeah. if, if, <laughs> yeah. if that money's going back in their pocket, oh, they're on it. Yeah, Lordy, yeah. they know exactly what's going on now. Peter, um, before we take a quick break. Uh, kind of related to, to to the purchasing of property, mm. I, I think I think our, I think our listeners deserve your take on the um, Hanforth Parish Council video. And that's oh, an old right, meme okay, now, yeah. but you must have seen it. You must have an opinion. Um, who did you relate to? Which one of them was your spirit animal? Probably the one that said, "Read the standing orders and understand them." He was really yeah. your favourite one, wasn't he? Well, he just cuts through all the bullshit. I, yeah. I didn't actually watch the extended version, but I just thought that guy broadcasting for an iPad, he yeah. just had everything going for him, for him really, and 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 he read them and understand them. He had a lovely kind of um, sort of Manchester accent. It just it, he 
he he's very me, I would say. Uh, Psychopathic. And- he's doing the he's doing the council <laughs> under duress. He don't want to fucking do it. What he somehow it? made do- himself the vice chairman, and now he's just yeah. Do we know off. what the do we know what the vice the vice chair? Uh, do we know what the vice chair what's <laughs> about? What are they getting done? What what are they what are they arguing about? I did, couldn't actually tell what they were on about. No, I couldn't either. Um, no. I think that. Um, there's there's a definitely a chaotic element to that guy who was on Alan's iPad that wasn't actually Alan <laughs> because because it, I thought to myself all the others seemed quite I don't mean to be rude because I'm sure they're doing a really important job and it's got to be done obviously but all of the others you saw them and heard them and you were like yeah they're definitely on a parish council right I I kind of get it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. this guy where's he come from. I mean, what's he doing the normal meetings? Just, just <laughs> shit himself and throw the shit around like some kind of chimp. Yeah, it doesn't well, make- he's kind of like he seems to be sort of like operating. He's like the heavy for the other guy. Who's he's he's the heavy for Alan, effectively, isn't he? Alan he's was just laughing. Was, Alan was just giggling, wasn't he? It was. Yeah. It's just an astonishing kind of for, for American listeners who probably sort of uh, are, are nodding terms with this particular meme and this this little video that went round. It is a beautiful kind of um, cross section and kind of vertical slice of just that kind of like bubbling anger and horror and that that a lot of people have in britain like you don't see it very often it rarely comes to the to the surface but when it does it sounds exactly like that people not wanting to make a fuss but then also making a big fuss about things yeah (laughs) it's got a real good undertone of like british eccentricity about it as well and kind of Mm. curtain twitching neighborhood watch style vibes about it but if i I was running that meeting based on what i saw there because i think jackie weaver the famous jackie weaver I think she was brought in to oversee that meeting because I think there were problems with the parish council itself. And that's where the friction comes from. Now, I don't want to have a pop at Jackie because she did quite a good job under quite difficult circumstances. But if I'm being parachuted into a problematic parish council and I've got Mm. to do a Zoom meeting, the first thing I am doing is I am saying, everybody, we're starting in five minutes. Please take the time to put your Zoom on mute and turn your cameras off, and I will bring you in one at a time. It's just chaos otherwise. It's an absolute (laughs) battlefield of bureaucracy, and people can't keep their (laughs) fucking mouth shut. Yeah, it was an astonishing bit of work, and and, and just very enjoyable to to see. And 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 the and the kid who was like recording it is just some lad from I think I want to say Golders Green or something. Just yeah, some he's young just lad, passionate some about parish lad, council meetings. Just passionate yeah. about parish council meetings, and he and he he managed to come up with an absolute banger. <laughs> but if, if we um, but if if that turned out to be the latest um, like Chris Morris show, you wouldn't be surprised. Mm. No, well, it's, it would probably have more, a little bit more direction. It was just a, a people getting very, very angry. <laughs> yeah, um, it was very enjoyable. And I think there's mm. probably going to be some more on that. I think there'll be a follow-up or something. I, I can't imagine that they've had, they've not had other more acrimonious meetings as well. So we'll watch that with interest. Peter, should we take a quick break? When we come back, I've got a very, very exciting countdown to do for you. Lovely. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Stakhanov's award-winning football mockumentary, The Offensive, is available to listen to now. After securing Premier League survival last season, Ashwood City have a new boss. The new manager, Sven... Goran Eriksson. I am delighted to be the new head coach at Ashford City Football Club. But unfortunately, the same old chief executive. Oh, fuckity, fuckity, fuck, fuck. Stupid comments from an ex-player chanting make Ashwood great again. Big fucking deal. You know, if he thinks that any of those empty words have had even the slightest impact on Patrick Nolan, MBE, then he is dreaming. Stupid, big, idiot, twat, fucking wank, wank. Follow Ashwood City on and off the pitch every Premier League match week. I can't even get easy peelers in my local MS at the moment, Sven, let alone a fullback from Rail Sossier, Dad. I just have a list of players I'd like to bring into your squad. Okay, well, let me know when you have a list of players you'd like to bring out of the squad. Described by The Guardian as a must-listen for football fans. We lied about the corona test result. We isolated our two informed players to stop them playing for England. And now we've asked Man City Football Club to bribe the Premier League on our behalf. I didn't actually ask them to. I asked if they wanted to. It's the same fucking thing. Search The Offensive on your favourite podcast player and listen now. And we're back. It's the Luke and Pete Show. I'm joined by Luke Moore. My name is Pete Donaldson. And Luke has got some some kind of countdown for us. A countdown. Yes. Luke, on a Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's you call me right? Richard Whiteley. Um, mm. Last week, we talked about um, dad behaviours, didn't we? Mm. And some people got in touch about certain dad behaviours, certain behaviours that are typical of dads of a certain age. Well, um, Nat followed up on that 
by posting something on Instagram uh, where there was a, a vote for, among our listenership who follow us on Instagram, which is at lukeandpeteshow.com, uh, and they voted on the most example the the, the the examples that were listed of dad behaving. I've got a top seven for mm. you here. I don't know why it's number oh, nice. seven, but um, we're going to go down from seven to number one, and you can have a little say on Pete on what which, what you think of them. So basically, mm. uh, coming in at number seven in the top seven dad behaviors rundown, number seven was. Always trying to make uh, one's food hotter by adding extra chili sauce or hot sauce to absolutely everything. Mm, yeah, I agree with that. Massive, their, their taste buds died in the 70s and yeah. they're just trying to take it out on their, their, their tongues. So, yeah, I completely yeah. agree. That, that happened quite a lot in my house. Number seven, that 44%. That coming at number six with 45% of people voting in the affirmative every Saturday without fail, go into a DIY shop. Yeah, yeah, my dad does that quite a lot. And he's been doing it under lockdown, which is annoying because he's not had the jab. He's high risk. He's clinically obese and he's got terrible asthma. And he's um, and he's just not a necessary down. trip, is it? To buy it's some screws. He's like, he bought some tarp. He bought some like um, roof felt for the sheds. It's full of nothing. There's nothing in there. He doesn't use anything in there. It's just tools, just crappy tools. Um a rake, maybe a shovel or two, a tin of paint. Um, and yeah, the, the the shed roof is leaking a slight amount and he's going back and forth to town to pick up uh, roof yeah. felt and tar and stuff. It's it's not good enough. Stewie. How long is the trip? Well, I mean, he's well, he, he can't walk. He's got to get a taxi into town. So he's, he's in a taxi with a bloke. He's in a taxi that's obviously filled with people who've been in taxis all day. It's, it's, it's a, I don't know, man. I just, mm. it, but it's very, it gets, as they get older, parents, they, 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 they become increasingly um, fluid and increasingly hard to sort of tell off. You can't tell off your mum and dad because they just go "fuck you," and I understand why. <laughs> but that's very much what my dad. It's just said, "fuck you." I'll do what I want. It's like, all right, fine, yeah, but well, good. I think that what you're 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 coming up with some quite large resentment there because I think what you think is you went through the first eighteen years or so of your life being told off by them, and you want to do the payback mm. now, but it's being denied yeah. to you. Yeah, they they don't like the brow beating. It's very upsetting. No. All right, well, that's number six. Number five, which is a bit rogue, actually. I've never really heard of this one before, but it came in with 61% of the vote. Um, and sorry, 61% of people voted yes to this one. Putting anything at all in soup, even if it's out of date. My dad's never made soup. Oh, mate, yeah, this is a big one from my dad. And, and more than anything else, he will get a lot of stuff out of bins. If someone oh, throws, where's that come from? If someone throws a chicken carcass in the bin, he will go... Pull it out of the... What, your house is bin. bin, not like a house down the road. No, it, yeah, he wouldn't eat other people's chickens that are in the bin. But the, yeah, the, the kitchen bin where all the food and, you know, stuff gets shoved, he will pull it out of the bin, um, you know, strip it and put it in a soup and, and then add a lot of hot sauce to it. It's, I mean, I don't know what he expects... When in a DIY to... shop on a Saturday. <laughs> he's, he's taking all the boxes. Mix it around with a big drill. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not... <laughs> It's, it's it's not right, but yeah, I, I, my stomach's got a, a cast. My my dad's got a cast iron stomach, or my my stomach's got a cast iron dad. I don't, I don't know which one. It is, but <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he will eat anything out of bins. Disgusting, disgusting. Um, all right, number four with seventy percent of people voting yes. Signing off every text with the word dad. <laughs> That's good. Um, 
Number three is um, something that you and I won't be able to share because neither of our dads are particularly into football, but um, 79% said their dad swore at football matches proclaiming they'll never watch them again, but watching them again anyway. Um, Sky News. It's it's my dad watching Sky News. I'll never watch again. I'll just watch. What I do is I like to rotate Al Jazeera sometimes, then uh, Russia Today, then he'll he'll do rotations. And then by the time he's not watched Sky News for a couple of days, he'll be back on it. He'll be back on it. Your dad be interested in um, Andrew Neil's new venture? <laughs> GB News. Well, they're just so underrepresented, aren't they? Yeah, the fascists. <laughs> yeah, I mean Andrew Neil, who's been, who, who's been underrepresented. Yeah, he just doesn't really feel like he can have a say in the media after 15 years presenting a flagship BBC <laughs> show, 12 years editing the Sunday Times. You know, but he sort of goes, he sort of said, they were sort of saying, oh, look, all of this is great. I can't remember what was some fucking palaver was going on, and he sort of said, oh, this is great. Uh, this is great. Um, advertising for um, Andrew Neil's uh, new new TV venture. And he replied on Twitter saying, yes, it is. I'll, I won't have to spend hundreds of thousands of pounds on, on marketing. I guarantee, Andrew Neil, you're not spending anywhere fucking near 10 grand on marketing this shit show. This is just live. This is just London today. Uh, I'm already again. guaranteed as well that he's had more fucking platforms without in John's wardrobe. So <laughs> I don't know why he needs a fucking another one. But anyway, um, we'll look forward to how GB News turns out. Um, if, the, if the name is anything to go by, it's going to be abysmal. Uh, number yeah. two, com- complaining about drafts from windows left open upstairs. Yes, that is a big yes from me. My dad always used to talk mm. about that. And number one, with 87% of people voting in the affirmative, the number one dad behavior, as per our listeners who follow us on Instagram at Luke and Pete Show, was switching the lights off when it's already bright enough outside, quote unquote, and then making mm. you sit there in the dark. Yeah, and he'd, and you'd do it, he'd, he'd do it, he'd turn it off, and you just sat there going, This is such a waste of both of our times, dad, because I'm just going to get up, I'm going to turn that light back on again. Yeah. And you, you just will have wasted your time. But he just needs to know in his heart of hearts that he's done something, that he's done something to affect his, his surroundings, his environment, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, I'm I also... A couple of things that I would add that have been missing. A huge, a hugely disappointing lack of dire straits in there. Um, and secondly, um, that we have a routine. We always had a routine in our house where if mm. something broke, my dad would have a go at fixing it. And if... I mean, to be fair to him, he would occasionally fix things, but mm. it almost always ended up in him getting one of his mates round to fix it um, in the end because he <laughs> fucked it up. So um, right. that's all your dad behaviour as per the Luke and Pete Show Instagram feed. Um, should we move mm. on to an email, Peter? Do you want to do an email? Yeah, right, do you want then. me to do one? Works for me. I'll get an email up. Um, on, yeah, I mean, we had we had, we did have a few emails about uh, dad, dad behaviour. I think it's worth kind of continuing this thread for sure. a little while. Um, so hello at lukeandpeach.com is the email address, of course. Mm. Yeah, um, Andrew says, uh, here's some, here are some of my favourites about my dad. Uh, my dad passed away five years ago now, so any excuse to remember his habits and mannerisms is always uh, welcome. Um, already having a double garage in which to keep and restore two classic cars, but needing a separate workshop built next door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You don't need that many nice. classic cars. Or just buy two very similar classic cars and he can reuse the parts. There's a bloke down the road from us and he's got like one of those kind of off-road kit cars and he's got a little kind of they've extended he's extended his house just so he can have a little kind of a little wee garage where he puts the wheels on the wall and he he's made nice. like a little kind of kit version of like a formula one car 
He doesn't put his own car in there. Um, and he's just constantly... I, I think he's actually been banished from the main house because he's always just walking around with his baldy bonts walking up and down in front of our house. I'm not sure what his <laughs> game is. I mean, every time I walk past him, there's that fucking guy again. Why is he not allowed in his own house? Um, so, yeah, I, I, yeah, there's, there's a lot of that going down uh, on, on our street. Uh, deliberately doing mundane household tasks very badly uh, so as to ensure he was never asked to do them again. I mean, do you remember your dad ever washing up? I don't ever remember my dad washing up. Terrible, terrible uh, place to um, be. I think somehow it's weird because in my house growing up, my mum would generally cook and then me mm. and my sister would have to wash and dry out because we didn't have a dishwasher. Yeah. I don't really think my dad was involved, weirdly. Yeah, maybe he just, he just felt yeah, like... he kind of set off. He, he, he felt like he, um, he'd worked hard all day and maybe he just didn't want to do the, any more tasks because my dad works in the factory, <laughs> so he's probably knackered. But um, do you remember we had someone emailed us in once on this show saying that their dad, I might be misremembering this, but their dad used to dunk their face in like cold water in the morning to Why? wake him to up wait, or something. To, what, to, to extract money from them? What, I don't know what the point is. Oh, speaking Trying of that, drown actually, a person. weirdly, the other night, right, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I live in London, so maybe this isn't that surprising, but I'd never had this happen to me before in 15 right. years of living in London. The doorbell went at about eight o'clock at night, and obviously we weren't expecting anything. I know sometimes you can get like a delivery at that that late these days, but we weren't expecting mm. anything. Now, obviously, we weren't expecting any visitors because we're in lockdown. It's a bit weird. So I went down, um, went downstairs, answered the door, opened it up, and there's a bloke there, right? Just he's just like, all right. I was like, yeah, what's up? He's like, yeah, it's just um, it's just really cold out here tonight, and uh, I haven't got anywhere to stay. So one of you can give me fifty quid. <laughs> and I was like. What? what? I was just confused. Like, what? 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 What's, what do you? What, what do you mean? Like, I, I didn't really know what to say. And it was like mm. he. It was like he had. Um, he had like expected me to say no because obviously I'm not. I'm probably not going to give him fifty quid on the doorstep. Yeah. So he Who just walked off. Kind of cash. And I, I, exactly, I legged it upstairs to the, to look out the window, and he was going around everyone's house asking for money. Like oh, fair dues. Yeah. Like, look, you'd have given him a hundred hustles. <laughs> I spent 37 quid on three household items from a, a, a mank who came around, a mank man. What? Came around and sold me some uh, very underwhelming Chinese uh, kitchen appliances, a knife sharpener, uh, and a couple what, of other they came things. to your house? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, it's, I think it's um, tax on, because, uh, you know, I rent a, a fairly nice house and I'll never stay in such a nice house again. But I, we rent, and um, from the out, outward, uh, looking in, we're probably quite well off um, because we've got a nice house. But I mean, it's not our house, um, and so you know, the, I think it's a tax on some very rich people who could afford, you know, a house that's probably cracking on for seven hundred, eight hundred thousand. So yeah, well, someone just came, came to your went, door, and yeah, just sold selling, you a load of gadgets. Yeah, just sold me a load of like, um, oh like gadgets, God. and I was like, mate, and I was like, he cannot man. believe his luck getting oh, Pete Donaldson. That I mean, if every customer was like you, he would be a billionaire. Oh, I spent so much money, and and when he actually sort of gave me the items, I was like, wow, I've even for me, I've been absolutely <laughs> done. This wouldn't. This my knife. When when I introduced the knife sharpener to the knife, my knife just went, Peter, come on, what are you doing? I was five yeah. quid from a, from Tesco's this knife. Your, and, your and, knife went. I'd rather be blunt, to be honest. That is a disgrace. <laughs> How dare you? I can't remember yeah. what else there was, but it was it was certainly. Uh, I just remember it being very cheap and very underwhelming. I think it's sacateurs. I think I bought some sacateurs that would probably cut one rose <laughs> off, so, off a rose. So, so you bush. know, I used to have a job. I told you, I used to have a job um, selling door to door stuff. 
right yeah awful. it was like it was like this but i presume you didn't do a sob story about um his daughter that he's not seen in ages That's probably not I, wasn't part about, your... I was about 21 i didn't have a daughter <laughs> i don't have a daughter now so i don't um... think he did <laughs> if, if if his idea of honesty is selling me a, a a 50p knife sharpener for 10 quid i mean come on but it's the convenience isn't it it's the convenience it's he's the brought convenience it to you. he's yeah. brought it to you uh, look usually i'd have to go on amazon and buy or wish.com and buy that kind of shit yeah <laughs> and be underwhelmed by it when it comes oh, finish your email because i think andrew deserves a fair crack or is it finished indeed yes uh, here are some more things that uh that andrew's uh, dad did uh walking around the house in greasy overalls that stank of oil and just watching my mum try not to lose yeah it. that's classic <laughs> that is classic yeah uh the, the sort of overalls that are a little bit like uh, have you got like a pair of oven gloves that have uh, got like chicken grease on them or something yeah and yeah, they yeah. just never they are never clean no matter how many times you yeah. clean them they're just always yeah. just solid with oil it's disgusting um, pausing the television whenever me and my mum spoke especially during Coronation Street he would then proclaim well I missed that before rewinding it to find out the missed line had been someone ordering a tea and Eccles case from Roy's Rolls <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think of, I don't think of Coronation Street as been a dad show really no, wait, no to a certain extent I, I know for a fact that people have been talking about Roy's Rolls uh, oh, is it, do you reckon that's like a parody of like Rolls Royce Roy's yeah, Rolls. of course it is. Yeah, of course it For is. Sorry, sake. <laughs> sorry. I just, I just passed that in my head. But um, yeah. people have been talking about the fact that under lockdown, <laughs> Roy, is it Roy Clipper or his fucking name is Roy Cutter? I think so. Yeah, something like um, that. Yeah. Uh, he's every time they show a, a shot of the interior of Roy's Rolls, despite being closed due to COVID, there's another person working behind the, uh, the the till. And he's like, and he's not been seen for ages. So they're speculating that Roy's made a ridiculous amount of money somehow under lockdown, <laughs> although his shop is closed. What's going on, Roy, of Roy's yeah. Rolls? Well, if you can't, I mean, the, the official instructions are you must work from home if you can. Yeah, so maybe exactly. this guy can't prepare roles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, and finally, for now, uh, getting the lyrics wrong to every song pretty much constantly. I mean, to be honest, I think that like that's what I do now. So I think I'd make a perfect dad on on that note. Yeah, and the thing is, you you got to spare a thought for us, like people like you and I, Pete, who aren't technically dads, mm. but do um, regularly indulge in that what what we would know as dad behaviour, like making yeah. a noise when you sit down. Um, yeah telling people not to put their coat on too soon before they leave the house or they won't feel the benefit, you know, mm. all that kind of stuff. So I, I found myself the other day sat in my car um, for no reason. Like, I didn't really think about it. And I caught myself doing it, waiting until the entirety of the windscreen was clear of, of condensation before I even thought about driving off. Safe advice, like, mate. Yeah, but I was never like that before. I used to be much more um, exciting than that. <laughs> <laughs> i'm enjoying it i'm yeah. enjoying it anyway i, I think um we should probably wrap up for, for today's mm. show but thank you very That's much this has been it. a dad this has been a dad themed show dad special um, enjoyed it the, the twist in the, in the end is don't spoil anyone but it turns out actually um i can give you the big reveal now that pete is actually my dad <laughs> and that's what we talked about the whole time yeah exactly i just want him to I, tell me that he loves me i've got the hairline i've got the hairline for it your hairline's all right isn't it yeah, it's not too Have you bad. been doing that thing where you've been looking at um, hairlines again? Because you sent a picture of us back in the day. Didn't you send a picture of yourself back in the day with interviewing someone famous? Yeah, who has like a kind of a Groucho Marx kind of not a Groucho Marx. It was a Harpo Marx. Which one? One, one of the Marx Brothers has a, a, a wild do. Um, it's kind yeah. of like just it's 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 an it's a like a Larry David back egg. in the seventies. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, you've um, got a bit of a widow's peak now. That's pretty cool. 
I've always, I've always had one. I always yeah, had it's one. Mo- it's, 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 I'm, 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 I'm moving with the times uh, by just growing my hair out very long at the back, um, but and not washing my hair. We spoke about this before. Don't I get greasy though? I don't really know yeah. what to do with it. Upsetting. You look like um, you look like someone. You look like an incel who's obsessed with American Psycho. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take anything. Anyway, in twenty twenty-one. Get us out of here, Peter. All right. Um, this has been the Luke and Pete Show. You've been very good for sitting down and listening to this uh, such a, a long time. You've, you've really behaved. Me and your mum are really <laughs> proud of you. Um, if you want to get to the show, it's uh, hello at LukeandPeteShow.com and do check out Instagram, uh, which is, uh, if you want to type in the full URL into your uh, Chrome browser, it's Instagram.com forward slash Luke and Pete Show, or just look for Luke and Pete Show, or just let the algorithm do the business. Just let it do it. Before thing. you do any of that, though, make sure you do your homework first. I'll see you on Thursday. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.